Call Maddie anytime. 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Welcome to Morning Glory with Maddie Johns. And welcome to the show, everyone. We've got a big show today. A lot going on in rugby league. Strange. A lot going on. I mean, who would think? We're going to talk about Sammy Walker soon, Joseph Swaili'i. We're going to do our uh, best rooster site of the NRL era. We did the Broncos last week, being up at Brisbane. Uh, Sydney Morning Herald's Andrew Webster. How are you going, Webbo? Hello, Matthew. Yep, strong. Uh, <laughs> Who, me my, or you? Okay, yeah, strong. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm, I'll get it to me. I'm just recovering still from Magic Round. Oh, my dear Lord. I heard there's uh, reports. Yeah. There's yeah. speculation. Yeah, yeah. Rumour, innuendo. Yeah, you know. Brian, you won't not, read it in the Herald because we don't deal in that type nah, of stuff. Nah, it's good, mate. We're doing <laughs> working with uh, Brian Fletcher. And yeah, four days anyway. Uh, <laughs> the maestro, how you going, Alex? Very, very well, Matty. Yeah. Um, it was enjoyable talking to Fletcher on the phone while Gordy was doing a shoey on Saturday um, on radio. <laughs> so that was um, enjoyable. Gordy was sort of half on the phone. We had Fletch screaming down the line. Um, didn't make head or tail of it, but yeah. it, seemed, it sounded fun. We're going to have a talk, uh, Alex, a little later about the Champions League semifinals. Um, and also, mate, Ange mm. uh, won another one with Celtic and what his future's going to be. Uh, Benny, the mm. Prince of Pennant Hills Road. How are you going, <gasps> Hogarth? I'm well. How are you, mate? Now, mate, oh. congratulations to you. No, I don't, listen, I don't live on Pennant Hills Oh, he Hills, does, mate. He, well, he drinks and sleeps on the side of Pennant Hills Road. <laughs> now, Ben, I tip my hat to you. Well done. Last night, the piece we did on the show uh, on the Caxton Cage, you had to sit. Not only had you do two, three days with the boys there, mm. you had to then sit in the edit suite for, and just basically file through it. We had eight hours of footage, and we cut that down to eight minutes. So, yeah. But I, you know, I it was it was enjoyable. I had a good shower, three showers after leaving the Caxon, and I'm full fresh. Oh, it is. I tell you what, like we knew there was going to be a certain element there for the boys. Oh man, yeah. That I would love. I would love to see Joey in it. Well, I was just about to I say. I would love to see because Joey loves that element up in Queensland, <laughs> and, he, and, he's a, and he's a people person. Absolutely, <laughs> is the eighth immortal Andrew Gary Johns. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Joey. How did a bit you? Fluey. Yeah, uh, yeah. The real flu too. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you? Uh, <laughs> so we out in the water this week? Yes. Snapped two boards. Expensive week. Yeah. You how snapped ba- two boards. <coughs> yeah. The how Brett, how? Uh, Brett Warner surfboards they are. So, yes. I got a surely, I got another one coming. So surely yeah. there's a discount. Yeah. I you know when Laws yeah. used to do cash for comments. They used to ring a bell. Yep. Well, I got his young bloke's, bl- got his young bloke's <laughs> birthday tomorrow. He's young bloke Kai. Okay. Birthday in North Narrabeen. Nice if you want to come along with me, and uh, we'll see if we can get a board for How you. How big was the surf you were surfing? Huge. Two oh, foot. Ten foot. Ten foot. Yeah. How'd you do it? Well, you just get on a board and paddle and kick <laughs> your legs. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, what manoeuvre were you trying to do, Andrew? I was I know doing what all surfing sorts is, of man. You talking about surfing? Yes. How'd you okay. break your boards? Were you trying to do a big Rio off I was the top? Pulling like into the a barrel. Hero that you are. And went over, <laughs> over the falls and hit the reef. So you cooked oh, it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, magic round. I flew up Sunday morning and flew back Sunday night. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Uh, I'd go as far. I've never seen a more rattled human, which is something. Well, I probably have. Uh, Jonathan Thurston, <laughs> he's the best. He was a bit croaky. He was the best. Oh man, uh, Webby, happy birthday for yesterday, oh, mate. Oh, thank you. How, how'd you celebrate? Uh, I okay. may have. I may have celebrated. Snapped more. two boards. <laughs> 
Amen. <laughs> Tried a couple of re-entries of my own. And didn't really work. <laughs> uh, 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 couple of floaters. <laughs> couple of snaps off the whacker. Uh, no, not good. Not good. No. Yeah. Uh, I sort of yesterday was more uh, eating my feelings. Just get basically. back to, to Fletch and Hardy. Oh, okay. So they were in they were in a cage. <laughs> yeah. And Perspex how cage. Do they, how do they go to the toilet? Oh, they could leave to go to the toilet. Oh, okay. They weren't locked in there all. And did no, they no, 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 no. Because there was people. There was people breaking in. What delivering? pizzas and stuff. The door, the door, <laughs> the door didn't work. Yeah. So yeah, but then people could. Yeah, there was little air holes that people were pushing stuff she, into. Oh, oh, mate, you should have seen some of the things that were being pushed through the air holes. I tell you <laughs> oh, what. Oh really? Yeah, oh, there oh. was there was full frontal nudity. <laughs> well, oh, there was pressed. I'll, I'll show you. Glory, right, glory I'll show you. I'll show you the photos. Male was, or female? Uh both. Oh, both. Good journalism. Mm. Yeah. What, um, uh, how, hot, how hot was it in there? Uh, no, it was okay. Oh. It, was, well, it was okay because it was at night. Well, then there at night, but during the day, well, 27 degrees. Man- oh. mangled outside. Oh, man. Oh. Well, I have to say, the photos, there's a photo that uh, we've got a group chat, right? And, and Benny mm. posted a photo on one of our group chats. They were about nine deep, <laughs> the, the yeah. circle yeah. around it. Yeah, I've never seen. Looking so, at people, I've never seen so many bare asses and <laughs> testicles in my there life. There were people, people just pushing up against. <laughs> there were people that were stripping, well, stripping, stripping, stripping yeah. down oh. to their underwear for tequila shots. What? Yeah. Yeah. So Fletcher would say, "Take your clothes off," and they would just do it. Where the bloke that uh, this Parramatta sport <laughs> was the carrying? Ma- that's was the carrying magic on that like he a, has, like yeah. a pork chop. So yeah. the boys grabbed him into the cage, lured him in, just stripped him threw his wallet and all his clothes over <laughs> to the other animals and Fletch took his belt off and just started whipping him over the back. And what he did was actually illegal. <laughs> it was... He spanked him. He oh. spanked him. We couldn't show it. We, we decided not to show that part. Did, Boys... uh, did Heidi have the sad head on? Yes. The first, well, a sad head. Was it a sad head or was yeah. it just a very relaxed head? It was head? like a sack of spuds just sitting there. <laughs> i tell you what, Heidi, mate, he showed all his guts last night. Heidi has had... His hip done. He got it done two days ago. What, a hip came on the show. Wow. Yeah. No, you re, yeah. re oh, they were going a new to ball in there. Yeah. They they opened him up about a hip replacement, and they said, "Mate, we'll just do this, that, and the other." But mate, he was in absolute agony. He still came in and do the show. I just what going a trooper. He is. A trooper. I said to him, "Do you want to do the show?" And he said, "I have to do the show because if I don't come in, I'll lose my job." Yeah. And that's, he's right. That's his mindset. <laughs> it's mate. Well, mate on fear. I said, mate. Are you serious? See what happens when you're playing a Brian Smith. For yeah, that's what I said to yes. you. <laughs> I don't, that makes me the Brian Smith. Uh, <laughs> no. But, hey, boys, I, I wrote uh, today, uh, to quote myself, um, mate, uh, what Magic Grand Show, we, we've sort of spoken about, about rugby league at the moment. I've never seen the game in better state in, in many ways. I think that the, the nature of the game has been played, but in Magic Round, it was just a buzz. And the thing that struck me the most, Webby, was that, you know, with Magic Round, you've got fans from all over the country. It gives you a real lot, good idea of the demographic watching the game. I've never seen at Magic Round more females with jerseys on in the ground watching the football. That's funny you should, you should mention that and write that today because I know plenty of women who organise trips of women to go up mm. to Magic Round. Incredible. Yeah, and that they all had a very good time. Judging by the can photos. I, can I, can, how much do you put down this year to Nico Hines? Blokes like that. Well, Attract, Attracting mums. Well, Joey, I'll, and I'll talk about it in a second, t- interviewing David Hill about the turning the old Division One soccer in England into the Premier League. When Murdoch 
took over River Murdoch, they sent David Hill over to say, let's have a look at the state of the game and what we need to do to make it a success. So a few things struck him. Number one, there was no pro, there was very few profile players because there were four cameras shooting. So what he did, he put instead of four, he put about 60 in the ground, started doing close-ups. Overnight, even the average players were mobbed in the streets. Wow. So lift profile. The other thing that struck him, he said when he went there, he said the st- stadiums were draconian. He said it was just awful. He said the, the game itself was insular because they'd been kicked out of Europe. They had their own st- – it was an awful football to watch. And he said the thing that worried him the most, he said when they went to the ground had a look around, they could barely see one woman in the stadium. They said the, said the perception of the sport was that bad. Now, bit by bit, they went to change it. They've done all certain things. They lifted the profile of the players. They fixed the stadiums. They worked on the style of football. And you have a look where it is now. Now, okay, how does that relate to to the NRL on a lesser level? Well, it's a better product. What they've done, they've loosened the rucks up, which Mm. in turn has made the game more attack bias. It's allowing the superstars to to rise and play even better football. Uh, The crackdown... And this, is, this has been a contentious point in rugby league, okay, that people are saying the game's gone soft and all that crap. Well, it hasn't gone soft. It's a different type of tough. You know, hitting, hitting a playmaker in the back ain't tough. Hitting a bloke high ain't tough. Blokes pushing themselves to the limits, that's tough and it gets respect. But the crackdown on fair play and uh, foul play and what is perceived as foul play, I think has been a big difference because I think women and families look at the sport slightly different now and go, it's safer. Mm. HIA protocols, people are jumping up and down again. At the end of the day, in the long term, it's a safer sport because of it. There's, <laughs> there is real player welfare, not just Band-Aid solutions. The other big one, Webby, is NRLW. Mm. NRLW has made a huge difference because it offers young women a career in the game a career path. Rugby league now, importantly, isn't viewed just as a male sport. Women's participation is the biggest growth area in the game. Like, and we were talking about this before we came on air. It's almost like history repeating in the sense that, you know, John Quayle went after the, the female viewer, the female fan with the simply the, with, with Tina Turner, her two sort of TV campaigns. And it's sort of similar now with NRLW. Um, We talked about this off air too. I remember being in Birmingham from the Commonwealth Games last year when they had the Euro final when the women's team won. I was in this packed pub in Birmingham, all men sitting there with pints, maybe a pickled onion or two, just sitting there and they're watching the Euro final and cheering like it was the men's team. Yeah. So it's not woke for the whole women's push in in male-dominated sports. It gets new eyeballs in. Well, the the, the big challenge now is for mums and grandmothers and aunties and sisters and cousins, you've got to go and watch the game. That way <laughs> you can generate more money in the game. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm a bit fluey. And um, watch it on TV to get the ratings up so the women can become well, full professionals. Well, the rate, and once yeah. they become full professionals, then the standard would go to another level again. Absolutely. And, Joey, the ratings are really good. You compare that to... What uh, there was a there was a Sunday there was a, a back-to-back NRLW games that appeared at the same time as some of the traditional female sports, Super Netball and whatnot. 
and the ratings in the NRLW were through the roof. And it was 11 o'clock on a beautiful Sunday, mm. of which a time when it really, it was the ratings death seat. Mm. And it did so well. I mean, the days where you were talking about the Turner campaign, it was fantastic for that time. But these days, things are different. You've got to do better than just taking a good looking bloke with his shirt off, winking at the camera. Mm. Like what this is, this is, you know, this is real engagement. And I actually think, like, and people are saying the way forward is got to be greater financial incentives. The, the competition's got to go longer. It's almost got to run close to parallel with the men's season. The thing about it is to people go, right, uh, uh, as far as revenue streams, oh, it's not bringing enough. It doesn't matter. Lift it will. the financial <laughs> because it's going to. Because what happens is it's the spill-on effect from the NRLW into the NRL, what we see in the moment. And if we do it right with the right ad campaign, what happens, the, the women's game will bring more supporters from the southern states than the men's game will. Yeah. They, need to, they need to promote it. I think you said on this Absolutely. show, you, you said it this, you flagged the idea of get yeah. making pink the, the face of it and, you know, of an ad campaign. I don't reckon they sell it enough. You've got to, got to do a great ad campaign. Mm. You've, got to, you've got to sell it so that you know, young women who are sitting at home watching the ad in Adelaide mm. or in Perth or in Victoria watching go, that's cool. I want to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. because the bloke, the, a lot of the blokes in this, they, they're rusted on. It's hard. It's very hard to get a rugby league person to watch an AFL game as far as my, and vice versa. But you do it in the AFL. That's their plan to do it through the youngsters. We do it. Like but, the, but every other major, I think every major sport, the AFL, uh, football, whatever, they all identify the value in the women's in women's competitions. Yep. So the NRL can't be left behind on it. Talking about Insula too, Webby. What mm-hmm. really struck me before we go to the break was the fact talking to supporters are there. There were that many supporters from the South Island, New Zealand, which has been traditionally hardcore rugby union. I was talking to this, these guys from, uh, from Dunedin and they said that they did a poll in one of the newspapers down that way. And they said more people at the moment have been watching rugby league than rugby union. Is that right? That, which, I mean, that's just an example, in my opinion, how good the product is because you don't need, well, if you look at the NFL, it's such a great product that even in places where the game is not played, people will watch it because it's entertainment. Imagine if the Warriors got a fair run off the refs. Let me tell you, the, the team not to you know, sleep on are the Dolphins. Oh, the, yeah. the fan base for the Dolphins up at Magic Round was nuts. And the Sharks-Dolphins game set a record on Fox for the biggest, uh, the biggest game ever. In that time in slot, in a five thirty time, five five thirty time slot, it was enormous, and the Caxton yeah. was going ballistic when yeah. the Dolphins well, were playing. And ballistic, then, and you consider this right. That's a magic round where the stadium's packed, and there's twice as many people on the streets. Yeah, those eye- yeah. eyeballs would have been sitting at home watching the game. The ratings would have been even a yeah. lot bigger. Yeah. Mate, it was it was. Anyway, I'm so. Matthew Jods. We'll take a break, <laughs> and what we'll do is we'll review the storm of the Broncos.